Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe. I'm Maddox with Music Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? You're in the podcast. Yeah. All right. What's the biggest problem in the universe from last week? Drones. Drones. Finally, our fans aren't idiots for once, and they they voted something that's an actual problem to the top of the list. Uh, you know, um, you threw me on that one when you started with drones, but I just totally agree with you, man. Like the one, the one thing I think maybe this is an American thing because, as I understand it, cops in like England don't have tactical response teams and like a military division. Like our friggin' cops have military divisions, militarized divisions, and it's I think it's just ridiculous. The last thing I wanted is that for them to get drones. Yeah. It is ridiculous. It's, uh, and you know it will, be, it will lead to more corruption and more abuse because already they're abusing people even just for recording them. I mean, forget about it. You should always shoot drones. So, no, I, my buddy is um, – he's like – I don't want to say a gun nut, like, but he kind of is really into like rights and guns. <laughs> okay. Did he, did he email uh, – right, did he mail rice into President Obama and um, get arrested recently? You know, I don't know what he does all day. Okay. <laughs> I don't watch him all day, uh, but he he's like, like I'm kind of glad he does get in cops' faces just because it's like, dude, if you don't, then no one's going to do it, and mm-hmm. I'm sure as hell not going to do it. All right. I guess. Uh, but, of course, you don't have to. All these, like, you know what? Now people are, gun rights people are coming out against open carry dickheads who bring their fucking uh, assault rifles or their, their regular rifles, any kind of rifles. If you bring it to an Arby's, you're a dick. And you're not making it better for gun rights people. You're making it worse because people get scared. No one walks in. No, these are actual gun people who are coming out and saying, look, I'm a Second Amendment's guy. I have an era NRA membership. I love guns. I'm always going to defend the right to have a gun. But you're not helping our cause by carrying around your guns like fucking assholes. You know what, though? Uh, Okay. I've I've done those open carry things. Of course. And we did change the law. Yeah. Do you want to hear? Like, I don't know if I want to get into this now because yeah. it's a whole thing. Save it for a problem. That's actually, I know the story and it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And we we totally changed California. This is true. This is actually true. Uh, I'll get into a really it another time. Uh, speaking of the problems, uh, I wanted to mention we've never really gone over the overall problems on the list, but uh, it, it'd be a nice recap because uh, we haven't done that yet since, since we just ha- celebrated our 10th episode. The all time top five problems. So are. can I just say real quick, if yeah. you go to the website, biggestproblemtheuniverse.com, and click on problems on the top, you can see this list that you're about to read from right now. Right. So number one is people who can't eat spicy food. Well, I mean, I don't know <laughs> what to say about that. And then number two is armchair psychologists. Okay. Number three is conspiracy dipshits. Okay. Then other N-words, if you remember, that was uh, people who have a problem with the R-word and the F-word and the uh, G-word and M-word, everything. Yeah. And then non-apologies. Non- that one is such bullshit. I still get pissed off about that problem. Yeah. What was that, like episode four, five? Something like that. Uh, it's, it's, it drives me insane. Yeah, it's fair. So the biggest, the biggest problem is uh, people can't eat spicy foods. Yeah. What, uh, uh, oh, and by the way, speaking of uh, people who can't eat spicy foods, so from that episode, I made a thumbnail to promote that episode that was a chili pepper inside a condom. And one of the comments I wanted to read, and I forgot to when we aired this episode, but it's from Fosef Jerski, and he just, he titled this perfectly. He called it a chili pecker, which was perfect. Oh yeah, perfect. I loved it. Absolutely. Uh, what comments do you have? You know, so I got, I have one comment. My my brother-in-law 
he lives in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And he calls me one morning, way too early, and he goes, um, Dick, uh, I just listened to your podcast, and I've got, uh, I'm really angry with you. Oh. Like, I'm really upset. It's a good sign. Yeah. And he's a, so he wor- He goes, uh, yeah, I was listening to it on the way into work, and he works at a, he works like at a huge corporation. Mm-hmm. Like, thousands of people work there. They have a campus. Yeah. Uh, he's not like a slapdick like me and you. Right. Uh, he, go- he goes, like, he has meetings. He like has PowerPoint what? presentations, oh. and he like he like has to ch- he has to do these things that yeah. you hear about on TV. Sounds real boring, yeah. It sounds awful. Yeah. So our podcast <laughs> is probably the one exciting thing that he's doing this yeah, morning. Yeah, you're welcome. So you're welcome. Yeah. So he goes, yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was listening to your little podcast on the way into work, and something you said made me spit my coffee all over my khakis. <laughs> Like he's dressed in a nice that suit looks, or whatever. That sounds like it'd look cool. He's got like brand brown camo khakis. That's what I said. Yeah. So I was like, dude, come on. What's you're, the big deal? You just again. take your pants off and work with no pants like me. <laughs> again, goes, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, it's, that's not funny. Uh, I had to go around for the rest of the day looking like I pissed coffee <laughs> all over my pants because of your fucking podcast. So I was like, oh, uh, what joke did it? Like immediately, yeah. Fuck your problem. Yeah. What what was the joke that did it? And he said it was he said it was something where I was yelling at my girlfriend. And I was like, ah, okay. Probably about smoking or something. Yeah, you usually yell. Uh that's funny. That's a good story. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, good story. Uh speaking of comments from our fans, uh this is this is actually a review on iTunes about, about the biggest uh, problem in the universe, except he calls it the best podcast in the universe, which I agree it is. Cool. Five stars. He gave it uh this is by Stygian Emperor, is this, the name. This is on iTunes. On iTunes, yeah. So he said, I've been waiting for a Maddox podcast for a while, and it's great as expected. His Majesty the King is joined by lowly co-host Dick Masterson. Oh, come on! (laughs) Who offers a hilarious bounce pad for conversation and argument by constantly being wrong. Jesus Christ, I'm like like a fucking garage door. (laughs) As a cool bonus, it has audience interaction on its website where you, the viewer, can vote on which universal problem Maddox puts forth is bigger or, if you want, which of the measly annoyances Dick brings up are lesser. <laughs> well, Lady Thor was a big problem. Shut up. <laughs> On the following episode, the numbers are tallied and a conclusion is made, drawing us ever closer to the answer. What is the biggest problem in the universe? That is actually a great review, right? No, like- it is. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great. You, see, you, you went over really well. Uh, yeah. You sound really great. I sound great, but I, I really like the end of that tagline, the way he kind of built that up. It's uh, I like that copy. It's, it's written well. So good job, Stiggin. Uh, I'm sure Dick doesn't agree with it, with parts of it. So what's your what's your first problem? Let's get All into right. the problems. Um, okay, well, <laughs> I got a real measly annoyance for you. <laughs> <laughs> like usual, what is it? Uh, know-it-all masseuses. Oh, okay. Know-it-all yeah. masseuses. Know-it-all masseuses. What does this mean? Is that you know what a masseuse is? Yeah, I know what a masseuse is. Okay, Dick. let's let's define it. However, for our audience, a massager, <laughs> also known as massagers. No, look, my my shoulder's killing me, man. Uh-huh. Like I got one of these, I got one of these aches in my shoulder. Um, that's like under the your shoulder blade. Right. Like it's in that spot. Like I'm a pretty muscular guy. Well, uh, you can you know you can say that. You can say that. No, you can say it. I'm not. You can you can verify I will that not. I'm very muscular. I'm not gonna. I'm not even Just looking. Look at, at I'm, me. Not, I'm looking down. I'm looking down on the ground. Okay, well, in submission <laughs> because of my muscles. <laughs> so I, but anyway, I can't reach all over my back, right? Like yeah, I'm not one of those Katori guys. I can't, I can't get this stupid knot out from under my shoulder blade. Right. So I go to a masseuse, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, and I explained that to her just without all the muscles parts. Because <laughs> you don't want to sound like a complete dickhead. <laughs> yeah. No. No, because they're, they're, you're in their hands. And I'm like, look, I just got this, I got this thing right here. I just really need you to, I really need you to just get this fucking knot out of my back. It's miserable. It's making me miserable. And she goes, yeah, um, yeah, well, the thing with pain is it's all over your body. So, you oh. know, I kind of got to work all over and maybe it's in your legs and maybe it's like in you and I'm like oh god okay 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 just keep One of it these. together yeah and it's I was prepared for it because it's not the first time I've heard this from a masseuse mm-hmm. like every single fucking masseuse I go to gives me the same rap when I come in with a very specific problem right like it's it's under my shoulder blade yeah. it's right between my legs like yep. right above my balls that right. area over there <laughs> right. needs some attention needs to be uh, worked out with your mouth <laughs> yeah huh? uh, of- <laughs> hey whoa 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 they, hands only um <laughs> No, but I, I was so I was prepared for it, but I still like I I had this whole routine to try to get her to just focus on that one spot, yeah. And it was like pulling teeth. No, because you know what? It's it's kind of like they're mechanics, and they know they can they can sucker you with all their jargon and mumbo jumbo and chakras and all that bullshit by 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 telling you, oh well, it's a whole full body, your whole body's connected, and they're gonna start giving that spiel about how your hip bone's connected to your neck bone and your dick bone and whatever wow. it is. Yeah, they're going to have Is that to, what it is? Is it a long con? It's a long con. That's all it is. They want more hours out of you. That's all. They want to book you for half an hour as opposed to five minutes. They could just stick your thumb under your shoulder blade and, and you're fix done. It, yeah. Right? Oh, there you go. God. Dude, and I was, and I've been mm-hmm. dealing with this all week, and I'm thinking, like, I'm right now. I'm at the point where, first of all, I'm not gonna ask a guy to do it. I'm not gonna ask like you or Sean, Sean, audio engineer. I'm not gonna. Ask, you guys could easily do it, but I'm not gonna do that. Thank you for obvious reasons. Appreciate it. Uh, but I'm like, what do I need to? What, what do I need? Like a wife to do this? Like how? How do I fix this? How do I fix? Like, do, do I have to go on Tinder and match some fat broad to come over and work this thing out of my shoulder? Like, what do I do? Well, I can't go pay for it? I'm sitting there with the masseuse, and I'm like, you know, can I just give you, like, if I give you $100, can you just fix it? Whatever the massage costs, I don't care. Can I just give you $100 that you fix this thing in my goddamn back? Well, that's unfortunate. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy, Dick. Why don't you just, like, rub it up against a wall or something? I've been doing that all week. I look like a goddamn bear. I've been every single corner I see. I was at a fucking bus stop rubbing my shoulder against a against a bench, against a bus stop bench to try to work this thing out, and I can't. Yeah, well, that's really bad. You know, it, your whole body's connected, and the muscles are connected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go in wanting a spark plug, and they'll try to rebuild your engine. Yeah, they, they, they try doing. to sell you a, a hot rod. Yeah, next thing you know, you're getting a petty. And it, it annoyed me because I knew, I could see it in her eye, I could see it in her eyes that this was rehearsed, right? Like some, some moron, some fatso comes in and says, oh, I have back pain. Dick, are you sure she wasn't just, uh, you know, maybe she was just into you. She wanted to get her hands all over you, huh? <laughs> what was that gross sound? Uh, it was a happy ending sound effect. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> By Sean, our audio engineer. Thank you. He, he made that custom for this problem. I don't know if Sean wants credit for that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean. We'll edit that out. So, uh, yeah, you, you, maybe she yeah, just was, what was she into? Uh, maybe she was no, just into no, you. No, no, shut up. No, she was not into <laughs> me. No one is, no women are ever into me when I'm just being myself trying to get a massage. You sure? I you get, know? No, you're I gotta lay it on real thick to get women into yeah. me. You're lying down on that table. She's massaging you all over your body. Next thing you know, I yeah, I uh, that has happened to me. Oh, I got no. like a half, a ew. half a stiffy. Oh, please say ew. semi, semi, semi is the word. A semi, a semi, semi erect erection. You don't have to finish it. Everyone knows what you're saying. Yeah, a semi. 
Okay. Yeah. I. What are you ooing for? Oh, are you ah. ooing because I'm talking about an erection that yes. I had? Yes. Why yes. is that ew? I don't want to think about your dick. Ever. You. Why were you, that makes you think about my erection? Just me mentioning my erection makes you think about my actually having an erection. Yes. Why wouldn't it? You just said my erection. Does it? Does it help if I stand up? So oh boy. Can, no. Look. That. Uh. Yeah. That happened to me. I don't. This. This one massager was like. Uh, I think she was into it too. Uh huh. And I always regret not doing something. Yeah. But I didn't know what the move was. Well, not what you did, apparently. Which is what? What? Just left? Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Fuck out. Get off your sound. Yeah, I just left. I couldn't think of something like uh, whatever to say. How about just this? How much for a handy? <laughs> or no, a happy it, it was a classy place. I'm not going to start throwing out terms like that with a classy girl well, if a it's classy a, place dick if it's a classy place they're not doing that shit anyway it wasn't that classy if you if it came to that no you can always you can always get a little bit more you, you can know. no matter where it is you can i think you can get a hand job uh, i really okay. think so dick we're in a room with three guys i'm sitting across the table from you you're not getting a hand job in this room ever uh, you know, i will let me, put let me money start down putting on it. it on let me nope. start um yeah no. so that's that's what happened to me and it's, dude, it's, it's, it's just, what's worse than pain? Like, what is worse than physical pain in your body? Nothing. Death. I'd rather be dead than, than, than being, being in, pain. like, excruciating pain. That's stupid. What are you, Million Dollar Baby over here? Oh, is that what happened in that movie? Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, Million Dollar Baby with Clint Eastwood and uh, what's her name with the big mouth. She, uh, she got paralyzed, and it was a uh, big, long, it's probably like 45-minute suicide scene. Oh. <laughs> essentially what it is yeah. super depressing what a but, bummer yeah well that's you man you're what is you is it are you announcing is your suicide on this episode i gotta get this fixed man i gotta go to I, I gotta go to a strip club or something to get this knot out of my back I, so you went to the masseuse and she said i'll, I'll fix your problem and you you were apparently willing to pay a hundred dollars for her to stick your thumb I under your shoulder said it. that was my plan like she i kind of thought i cajoled her into doing what i wanted yeah. but then she didn't completely and i should have just said right off the top look i'll just give you a hundred dollars if you just please do what i'm asking you to do yeah wow. but i got i swear dude the best the best the uh, the best like shoulder rub i've ever got in my life was at a strip club and i am if this thing doesn't clear up by tonight i'm going there all right. Well, uh, I guess uh, I have plans too. I guess I'll tag along. You can you can see a semi. You can see my okay. semi for yourself. Gross. No way. Well, I guess that's uh, that's a, that's your that's, problem. Yeah, right? that's my that's problem. All you got. All right. Well, uh, let's get to my first problem. This is a big one, actually. Uh, slacktivists. Okay. Right. These are slacker activists. These are people who sit in their armchair, try to solve problems without actually doing anything. And this includes changing your profile picture on Facebook. So a couple of years ago, there was this campaign that was asking people to change their profile picture to their favorite cartoon character from a kid from childhood to raise awareness about child abuse. (laughs) What? (laughs) You fucking idiots. It's not raising awareness about anything except for cool cartoons. And so all these like tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people started doing this. And of course, everyone lost focus and, and it didn't raise awareness about shit. Yeah, I know it exists. How's raising? Everybody's always just trying to raise awareness about everything. Sometimes raising awareness works. Like, for example, if you're trying to raise awareness that gay marriage is acceptable, you want to come out and make a stand, say, hey, I'm OK with this because it's a cultural phenomenon. But r- raising awareness about child abuse, that's not going to stop child abuse. Well, let me. Uh, oh, you're definitely right. Uh, but let me also say if you're raising awareness for gay marriage rights right. uh, don't do it in the middle of west hollywood <laughs> i'll agree but so for those who don't know 
Uh, what it, what, no, because when that when that prop what, what was prop eight? It was it was either well, it was called on. okay a while ago when gay marriage was allowed in California briefly. There was a pop proposition out to shut it down. Right. Right. And it was called Prop Eight, mm-hmm. and that was going to end it because they called it Prop Hate. That's why I remember that. Right. Great name. Great good, marketing. Good anti anti branding. Yeah. yeah. So all of these supporters of gay marriage poured out into the streets of West Hollywood like the second largest gay community in the U.S. It may even be the largest. It may even be larger than San Francisco's Castro di- district. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm just sitting, and they're all having a big party, which was maybe the point, but I'm thinking, you know, uh, why don't you guys mobilize to somewhere where they are going to vote for this proposition? Right. If you want to raise awareness, go somewhere and show people that you're not a bunch of monsters, that you're cool guys. Right, like just right. go there and show them that you exist. Right. You don't have to do it. You you don't have to stand. You don't have to go to a gay club and say that you're for gay marriage. Yeah. Pretty much everyone there is already. Yeah. Go to the suburbs. Go to the sticks and, and start talking to those people because those are the ones you have to convince. You don't have to convince your friends. All right? We're on board with you. Is that, is that slacktivism to you? Uh, no, that is not slacktivism. If, well, it is if they're not doing anything. So slacktivism is anything, anything where it doesn't inconvenience you, where you can do something supposedly without doing, without lifting a finger, without getting up out, out of your seat. Listen, if it's not going to inconvenience you, if it's not going to take work to do, then you're not changing anything. And this includes here's here's some some uh, famous slacktivist campaigns. Coney 2012. Remember this guy? You know what? I I remember that thing, but I don't even know what that guy was about. Joseph Coney was the leader of what is it, the LRA or some some uh, uh, basically basically a militant group in South Africa, I believe, and he's like he's jumped around uh, through through uh, different countries, but he was he's this militant militant leader who kidnaps children, <laughs> militarizes them, okay, and abuses them, and you know both sexually, physically, and he 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 creates monsters, okay. And so this guy created this thirty minute video a long time ago, what in two thousand twelve, uh, just two years ago. He he created this thirty minute video that went wildly viral. It was yeah. wildly successful, uh, tens of millions of views almost overnight. And he cracked under all the pressure. He didn't even know what to do. He ended up masturbating in San San, San Diego. Uh, Wait, really? The guy did? Oh yeah, yeah. He got caught in San Diego. He 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 lost his mind, and he was out in the middle of the street. He stripped down naked and was jerking off. And that's why they made that South Park. That's what that was about. Yeah. Oh my God! I didn't know that. They ref. They did that bit twice. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh wow! Cool. So it's that masturbating guy is the guy who created the Coney campaign. So you're saying this whole time I thought that Coney. That was like a thing to get him elected as a president of something. You're saying he was a bad guy? <laughs> yeah, because he they, they they branded it like a presidential campaign, Coney yeah. 2012, and it was hashtag Coney 2012. And by and that the way, was, he was a he was like an evil person. That's how yeah, they did that. That's how they did that. And and by Jesus the way, they they were Christ. saying that this is the number one criminal in the world. This is who we should all be focused on and going after right now. Okay. Yet. He's still at large, and all these dickheads who went around putting up Coney 2012 stickers on their bumpers and on telephone posts and holding and passing out brochures at fucking Starbucks in Milwaukee. Guess what, dickheads? He's still out there. He's still at large. What are you doing to capture him from Milwaukee in your suburban house, dipshit? You're not doing anything. Put down the stupid fucking status updates. Shut up and do do something. You look, you want to capture this guy? Pick up a rifle and go to fucking Congo. Go to the Africa. Go to go, go to Africa and try to find this guy. Wow. That, you're not doing anything with your fucking bumper stickers or hashtags. No one cares. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of any time that that could be useful. 
slacktivism. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Well, ex- the one example I gave is is gay rights because you that is a cultural shift. You have to make a cultural shift. So you think everybody should be saying that they're pro gay rights on Facebook and that that does something? Because I don't think it does, man. It like could. I think you're preaching to your own friends and then they just like hide you or unfriend you. Well, you know there are those stubborn people, but uh, it's it's kind of like the acceptance of interracial marriage in in our society. Yeah, it, how'd they do that? Well, one of the first, it was a slow acceptance, and and one of the first TV shows that was brave enough to feature an interracial marriage or interracial love scene was the original Star Trek. It oh. showed, uh, I believe it was Sulu uh, making out no, with Kirk. No, it was Kirk. Ohura. Ohura, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, but, but Kirk was under mind control. <laughs> was he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. You're bringing, you don't know this? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Kirk got hit with a mind control ray. And like he was like an evil Kirk, I think. Uh-huh. And so like they were like so so sexual. Like yeah. he they they made out or they kissed or whatever. Well, whatever. So that's an example of I think that where it helps to make a cultural shift because you see icons who are famous and popular and liked supporting this cause, and then that can get that can create a cultural shift. You're like, you know what? I'm okay with this. Yeah, I think it's just it's so much though. Like the gate. So the okay. Let's. I, I I dig what you're saying with the Star Trek thing and the interracial kiss. But it seems like with the gay marriage activism, it's just like it's past that point where they're not getting more awareness going. It's like, okay, everyone on Facebook is – am I wrong? You're wrong. Is that wrong? Yeah, you're think? absolutely wrong. So uh, you, you know, think if- that more Facebook promotion is going to – because I don't think the people who hate it are that into Facebook. And if they are, I don't think they're friends with – the people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Dick, I know what you're saying, and you're wrong, and I'll tell you why. Because on my Maddox account, on my Mad- on my Facebook Maddox account, I'm friends with, well, friends, and I'm, I'm using quotes here, but uh, I'm friends with about 5,000 people because mm-hmm. that's the limit on Facebook. Plus, I have 20,000 so, so, you know, supposed followers or whatever, but I can see all of their status updates. And it's not just this liberal uh, echo chamber that you get in liberal states, and it's not just a conservative echo chamber that you get in conservative states. Yeah. But I see a large swath of America, and I can see that shift happening gradually over time and hmm. i have seen the debate shift so that's one example but i want to get to that's back to slacktivists yeah uh livestrong livestrong bracelets remember uh lance yeah, armstrong, lance armstrong uh-huh. man what, one of history's greatest cheaters oh let's I, say that yeah, yeah. he's an admirable cheat he's great he yeah. got a little greedy he shouldn't have come back for Lucky 7. Yep that was his undoing greedy. oh man and he was such a prick to his competitors he yeah. was such an asshole and and yeah he was unbelievable what do you, what do you want to say sean Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Here's, here's the lesson from Lance, Lance Armstrong. Share the wealth. If he had included his teammates in on his cheating, he would ne- never have gotten caught. Well, he did for a long time, and, and a few of them cracked under the pressure. They, they just felt guilty. Like, it takes a certain type of mentality to be that socially un, uncaring. Unbound by stupid moral, <laughs> stupid moral quandaries. It no. takes a winner. That's the, that's the mentality you're describing. No, it's almost sociopathic. A complete lack of empathy. Almost, but not quite. That's no. the line you want to ride in this world, buddy. That's right. I don't want to be an armchair psychologist. <laughs> God forbid. So let me get to another one. This one is actually, this one pisses me off. It's the Product Red campaign. Now, have you seen, do you know what the Product Red campaign is? Uh, is it like AIDS? Yeah, it's 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 supposed to raise awareness. Again, there's that key word, raise awareness for AIDS. But it's yeah. also it's so this was created by uh, Bono, U2 frontman Bono. And oh, yeah, I don't like that guy. Yeah, he's such a dick, and some guy named Shriver. Um, so anyway, they created this campaign where they went to a whole bunch of different brands and they said, look, create a certain 
type of your product that is red themed and then a certain percentage of those sales will go towards helping fight aids in africa oh boy okay that's the and then they had these large banners and billboards everywhere that said inspired and then the word red yeah inspired red and the word red was in parentheses it's a cool design yeah you know what it's very tie red (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm so sick of seeing it. So this is from adage.com. They talked about the the effectiveness of this campaign. And this came out in 2007. It said, it's been a year since the first red T-shirts hit Gap shelves in London, and a parade of celebrity-splashed events has followed. Steven Spielberg smiling down from billboards in San Francisco, Christy Turlington striking a yoga pose in New Yorker ad, and Bono cruising Chicago's Michigan Avenue with Oprah Winfrey eagerly snapping up red products. So you'd expect the money raised to be, well, big, right? Maybe yeah. maybe 50 million or even 100 million? 200, that's what I think. Nope, 18 million. For all, for all those celebrities to team up and what, buy red shirts and all this red crap? They raised $18 million? $18 million. It That's says, it? That's it. Uh, not 50, not 100 million. So for all this fuss and all these stupid billboards, inspired, tired, whatever, $18 million. And it says, the collective marketing outlay by Gap, Apple, and Motorola for the red campaign has been enormous, with some estimates as high as $100 million. So do the math here. They spent $100 million in advertising and creating all these products and billboards and, and all this bullshit, and they only raised $18 million. Well, how much did they keep for themselves? That's, so that's one of the problems here is that there's no transparency. Nobody knows exactly how much is going towards donation efforts. Yeah. So it says, it says here there's, there's a criticism from the San Francisco Art Group. It says, shopping is not a solution. Buy less, give more is the message at buylesscrap.org, which encourages people to give directly to the Global Fund. Now, had they just taken this $100 million and donated it directly towards Mm -hmm. anti-AIDS campaigns and promotions and organizations, think they would have had... Prevention. Yeah, actual potential prevention. Mm -hmm. And also another criticism of this is that the money they're raising is going to pharmaceutical companies who are going to create a... They're going to create a cure for AIDS that isn't going to be free. Okay, hold up. I got to stop you before you get into the conspiracy shit. Yeah. Because my only point is people don't give a fuck about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? They like... They're purchasing the ability to look like they care. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a very showy way of saying, "Hey guys, I care." Well, you know what? What is what is it against them? That I'm really I'm genuinely asking this. If somebody wants to look like they care and so, and whoever Gap or Bono sells them the ability to feel like they're contributing but they're not really, do you think they really care? Like do you, do you think the average person thinks they're getting duped? Cuz I kind of don't. I think in the back of their mind, they just don't. They like to feel it and they don't really care. Mm, maybe. Is that well, too cynical, or do you think there's any truth to that? Well, I'm kind of on board with that. Look, I myself am, am responsible for a campaign similar to this. I when back when Hurricane Katrina struck the United States, the uh, what was it, New Orleans? Yeah. I decided to create a campaign on my website where I donated. I don't remember how what percentage, but I, I said uh, for the month of I believe October back in 2003 or 2004, I donated some percentage of my proceeds towards Hurricane Katrina, and mm-hmm. I raised something around. $3,600 or something like that. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not a big player. I'm not making millions of dollars. However, it was, it was a considerable amount uh, for me. So I donated that. And I remember uh, the, when you donated to the Red Cross, they ask you what you want your title to be. And I found this, this old, uh, this old um, certificate that they sent me a long time ago. And it said, to the Honorable Maddox. 
<laughs> I remember I chose the honorable. And then I went on this big campaign where I wanted people to to kiss my ring, uh-huh. and I was going to wear a crown and a cape. That's where actually my crown and cape getup came from. Yeah. It's because I did this honorable thing, and I wanted people to praise me for being such a philanthropist. It's great marketing. Did yeah. your sales increase as a result of this uh, uh, charity? They did. Ploy? They did. And some people criticized me. Most yeah, people. Yeah, I bet. Most people. Me, right now, are <laughs> criticizing you. Most people were on board. However, some people criticized me because they said, look, if your intentions were pure, if you didn't try to do this just for publicity to make more sales, you could have just donated that money. However, there are certain people who absolutely wouldn't donate to the Red Cross. They don't care about uh, Hurricane Katrina. However, they do like me and they do want my products. So for those people, I am taking some of the money oh, that they're giving me. them out of their money <laughs> to donate it. I'm tricking them into doing something good. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't think Bono's doing that and Oprah driving down the street? Well, not if they're spending a hundred million dollars. I don't know. It sounds like you're doing exactly what they're doing. No, for except, me, I'm just saying. No, but I'm not creating the showy. I didn't create a specific shirt that said I donated to Katrina. Here you go, dickhead. Uh, I, that's what's that's the exactly difference? what. No, the difference is that he's making some showy statement about it. He's saying, okay, now you're buying this product and you're it's red and everybody can see it and it's very showy. Yeah. And by the way, some of the companies that jumped on board with this were so stupid, like Microsoft. With Microsoft, yeah. You no, know, but here's how they they. I'll take a red a red Zune. No, it wasn't did? like no, it wasn't like that. They just created a version of Windows Vista that create that came with like some red backgrounds, um, some red desktop pictures. Are you so kidding me? What I'm seeing is um, Maddox raised how much for charity? Around thirty six four hundred. Thirty six hundred. Yeah. Okay. Four thousand. And yeah. Bono raised eighteen million. It right. looks to me like Bono's a better person than you when it comes to charity. <laughs> fuck you. I'm just looking at the numbers. Fuck That's you. what I see. And fuck Bono. And Bono Bono is putting on a big show about it, and you are humbly walking around in a cape and a crown. <laughs> is that do I have the story right? That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have the story. You know, the difference is though. What's the difference? Dick, is that I'm honest. Okay? <laughs> I'm coming out there like a big fucking deal. Kiss my hand because I'm such a great philanthropist. Whereas Bono is trying to do it under this veneer of actual philanthropy. Whereas it's just this big fucking publicity. These companies don't give a shit about people in in uh, suffering from AIDS in Africa. They might. Maybe. They, I mean, if they, they kind of might. Fine. Then they can just donate that money they're spending on advertising. Yeah, but you can't do it like that. Like, you gotta, if you're running a company, you gotta, you gotta work it into some kind of sales thing. You gotta pitch it to, the, like, you have, you have a responsibility to your shareholders to make the cash, right? That's exactly what this is. So that's what they're saying. They're also doing some good is what I'm saying too. I'm genuinely saying this. I don't think they did. And I think that people who buy those red campaigns are just trying to show off. That's what I think your real problem is. Yeah. The people who are showing off. Part of the real problem, sure. Yeah, but I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. So it's, it's a very slacktivist thing where you can go to the store and buy. You know what? People, people these days are no longer just buying products. They're buying narratives. They're yeah. buying stories. So if you go to the store and you buy a package of eggs, they look on that carton and they see, oh, this is a, a free-range chicken. That lived on a farm. Oh, tell me about this farm it was raised on. Oh, it was fed omega three and pure uh, vegetarian feed. Like free that's range, free range. All day. It had yeah, a free TV. range. They had Runner. a chicken puppet theater oh, out sure. there every day. They got little massages. You know those chickens didn't have knots in their in their shoulders. They got <laughs> massages. They didn't have to get to do that run around with the masseuse either. I'm gonna eat the shit out of that chicken. Yeah. So the, so people go out and they're buying the story so they feel good about products without lifting a fucking finger. You're just buying eggs, dickhead. You're not saving the world. Yeah, um, I'm just going to throw this out there. You are a huge slacktivist. I'm not. 
you start your How site you? is based on posting rants on the internet. So you're not doing anything about these things. You're just ranting about them. That's not true. Sometimes I do things about them. Like what? Like for example, when my car got broken into, I stayed up all night up until about four or five a.m. with a machete, watching for the guy to come back. <laughs> okay, that's not at all what I'm talking about. <laughs> do you have any more examples aside from your? Uh, well, the things that I bitch about, like, for example, crappy children's artwork, okay? It's kind yeah. of a joke that I'm making fun of these kids. But in the, the thesis of my book, in the introduction, I laid out exactly why it's important that we harshly criticize our kids because they're going up to <laughs> be when lazy. when you say our kids, you mean other people criticize their kids because you <laughs> yes. don't have any. Yes. And by the way, Dick, last time, uh, so a couple episodes ago, we talked about uh, shaming Don't kids. shame your kids. Don't yeah. humiliate no, them. No, that's bullshit. There's a guy, I forget, I think his name is like Frederick something. He, he his daughter posted this bitchy little comment on Facebook yeah. about how she was tired of doing her chores and her dad's mean because he doesn't pay her and he ha she has to clean off the counter when she gets home and make her bed every day. Wham. And make so, her, man, I don't make my bed. She's right. I don't have to clean off my counters and make my bed. Okay, Fuck well, that. Princess Masterson, <laughs> you're fine, I guess. Your parents are raising you differently. But, but so her, pa happened. her parents had these rules. And she said that her, her dad was bullshit, her mom was bullshit. Whoa, and she's, she said, language. Yeah, and she said something about the cleaning lady. She's, she said, you know what? I shouldn't have to do this. That's why we have a cleaning lady. Spoiled Oof, snot. Spoiled. That's spoiled. Yeah, and the dad had just prior, just the day before, spent six hours upgrading her laptop, installed $130 worth of software on it, fixing it up for her so this little snot-nosed brat can go to school and get an education, do whatever she wants. Hold up. So I'm already I'm seeing a big parenting mistake. Already I'm seeing a guy, a guy who's investing all this time in this computer, probably because he has this like stupid techno fetish where no. like, he likes upgrading computer systems no. and installing all this garbage. Yeah, You're I, wrong. This He's is, an IT what, manager. That's why he did it. Yeah, As an IT manager, he should know that this little girl doesn't need this kind of computing power. Like, it seems to me like he's this is a compulsion that he has that he's putting on her because a kid doesn't need that kind of crap at school <sighs> and that he's not... Do you see... Do you, at least follow what I'm saying. Okay. My, yeah. I mean, you're wrong already, but go and on. And that she's already a spoiled brat, taking a, a, a gift from him with this computer that means nothing to her, and he's not recognizing that. <laughs> okay. Okay, Dick, now here's the actual truth. He was probably just installing antivirus software so her dumbass daughter doesn't install some, some bullshit virus, and he's just trying to protect himself. You know so what? So anyway. Get a Mac. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to throw my fucking laptop at you. How about that? Huh? You're going to have a PC right in your forehead. <laughs> So anyway, so, what? What so he, he created this video. This is all. This is all on a video on Facebook. Yeah. He went and he he grounded her for three months. Uh -huh. Took away her laptop. He she, he said, "Oh, you you think I should pay you on top of the laptop I've already given you and your iPod and all this other? Sh and you're not even paying rent." This is a very childish response. Nope. Keep going. Nope. It's got 38 million views and and tens of thousands of, of people have uh, approved it. And parents that doesn't constantly mean saying, it's right. It doesn't mean it's wrong. So anyway, he posted this video on her on her personal account showing her friends how cool she is for mouthing off at her parents. This is and, horrific to and, me. I know, Dick, because oh you're fucked. God. And he took her laptop and shot it. He shot oh. her laptop to pieces. And and put that video on the internet too. Yeah, I'm it guessing. Was all the, yeah, it's all the same video. What an good asshole. for this dad. No, no, fuck that spoiled guy. Spoiled kids. How, oh, how would you how would you fix your mouthing off daughter? Which, by the way, you wouldn't think is a problem because you wouldn't even make her make her bed. Kids mouth off oh okay okay, okay. <laughs> mama you, masterson no, 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 no. you're telling me that yeah. if you had a kid yeah. who went on their facebook account and bitched you out uh-huh 
for doing, I don't know what you'd be doing to this kid. You'd probably be installing like a drone, anti-drone system outside their bedroom <laughs> so the, the feds don't spy on them. Yeah, you're welcome. And they, yeah, and they went online and bitched at you. Mm-hmm. You would take something that you bought them, by the way, yeah. film yourself out in the backyard shooting it, uploading it onto their Facebook profile, and then you'd wipe your hands of it and say like, yeah, I think that probably solved the issue. Uh-uh, you forgot grounding them. Ground- is that what you would do? <laughs> I don't think you would do, would do that. Why I really not? don't think you would do that. Of course, if some, if my dickhead little kid, spoiled little brat, expects money on top of everything I've already bought for her. You made this person. That's the difference. You made this kid into what they're doing. They're acting out because of the way you raised them. You gotta look at yourself first. This jackass, before he goes outside and goes to town like Yosemite Sam on his own property, number one, stupid. He's got to look at what he did to cause this. And the solution, I guarantee you, if somebody punished this guy the way he's punishing his daughter, it would not fix the problem. Like, whatever's wrong in his brain that's making him parent like this is the exact same thing that's wrong with her. No, he grew up and he had a hard life. He talked about it. He said he went to college and high school at the same time. He worked. He he moved out of his parents' apartment. Yeah, he had a hard fucking life. He went to college and high school at the same time. Yeah, because he's brilliant. Because he's a genius. And that's what he does. He geniusly And he tells everybody about it on the internet. He's always talking about how smart he is and how right he sounds like a fucking nightmare. Sounds like an awesome dude. You know what? Yeah. I take back what I said. If you did have a kid... You probably would do this. No way. Yeah, absolutely I would. You can't. I'm a hero. You can't do it. That's another another episode. All right, what's your next problem? No, no, no. Um, I didn't get through. We didn't get through with you. Oh, well, yeah. That you were a huge slacktivist. I'm not a slacktivist at all. You got a problem with something? Yeah. You go online and talk about it. What so, are you doing? Yeah. So I'm better than your kids. I made the case that right. if you if you coddle your children, they will never get better. You need to criticize them and you need to be honest with them. And if it if it discourages them from creating art, guess what? They're not artists. Fuck off. And that's the same goes for anyone who does any content on, on anywhere. YouTube, there's this big article that came out on The Daily Dot where they were complaining about how hostile YouTube is to women. It's not just women, fuckheads. Oh, Read the comments on my account. Yeah, they're horrible. Read. The, I've been doing this since 1997. <laughs> I've been called everything. I've been called every slur. I've been yeah. called the N-word. I've been called uh, all, all sorts of ethnic slurs. I've been called uh, gay and, and straight and virgin and loser. <laughs> and I've been straight. told to kill Why'd myself. Why did you throw that in? Uh, because some people thought I was gay, and they're like, "Oh, here's an insult." <laughs> I have been called everything. I've been yeah. uh, people make fun of me for being bald, for having a big nose, for being too dark skinned for being too light skinned for being too skinny, for being too fat. I've heard it fucking all. And guess what? I persevere because I—that's what I do. I create. And if you can't handle the heat from your parents who love you, then you sure shit won't be able be able to handle it from strangers who don't. Oh man, please don't raise your kid like that. Please don't scream at them about how you've been called every name in the book and that they shouldn't <laughs> worry about it. Dick, Daddy Maddox, you- I got called an N-word at school. Oh, yeah? Well, I've been on the internet since 1998. I've been called everything in the book. No, Dick, what I do is I criticize cultural trends. I'm not asking, I'm not doing a call to action, and I don't expect change to occur from a lot of what I complain about. Just because I say something is wrong doesn't mean that my action is trying to solve it. All right. That's actually what the root of the show is. We're just talking about problems. We're not solving them. Oh, yeah, I don't want to solve any of these. No. Jesus Christ. God, no. I, I mean, I, I can't even get a good massage. <laughs> so what, what am I? I'm solving, uh, what was slacktivism? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
You think it's been going on forever? Probably. For Slacktivism. a long time. You know, it's gotten worse. I you, say what you, like, I hate is, the, yeah. sorry. Is like, um, like in medieval times, would they go around like selling potions to people to like, like fix the weather? It's pretty much the same thing, right? Like doing weird rituals and prayers and dances to fix no. something that's totally out of your control. No, it's slacktivism. And make you feel good about yourself. Slacktivism is something that's kind of new because it's there's a, it's also called clicktivism because you click and expect social change. Like all these dickheads who thought they were going to secede from the union when Obama was reelected. Fuck off! You think signing a petition is going to do anything, you moron? Also, if you actually believed in any of that horseshit, you'd move out of the country. But where would you go? Because you're xenophobes. You hate everyone else. Where would you go? Gosh. Oh, yeah. my goodness. You know, that's the conservative response to, to a president they don't like. The liberal what? one is, we're going to move to Canada, right? Yeah. The liberals, oh, Bush got reelected. We're going to move to Canada. One? The conservative one's like, no, we're not going to move. We're going to make America move around us. We're going to secede. Cool. <laughs> it's stupid. They're both idiots. <laughs> They're both fucking morons. Yeah. All right. Um, what's your next problem? That's that's all I got, yeah, for my slacktivists. Okay. Um, my, my next problem is Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes, finally. Yes, you're on board with that? I'm absolutely on board. I wrote this. Okay, well, what, what do you want to no, say no, about no, it? No, because like, I know he's like uh, I know he's like the internet or hipster, like pretend geek Jesus. Right. But uh, I just kind of think he's like a smug, condescending prick. Well, so I don't know. I'm going with that. Okay, I don't know how much of it I can fault to him. I don't fault him so much as his, his, his ah, adherence. I'm glad you said that <laughs> because I, I brought in a great thing here. So I, I tried to, to, like, find out what exactly about him that rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. So I went on his, his uh, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. And almost every single tweet annoyed me. So I brought them all in. <laughs> if all you right. would like to go over some all of them. All 20,000 or so? No, 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 no. Just the ones that I found most annoying. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Or do you, do you want to go into your what you don't like about it? Well, actually, first? so I wrote this article about yeah. how uh, the, the Facebook group, I Fucking Love Science... And I said that you're not a geek and you don't fucking love science and save nerds aren't one. sexy. Yeah, you're, I am absolutely on board with that, but cool. save that one. Okay, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson quotes. Yeah. Uh, what does it say about our society that we know the names of serial killers, but we've never heard of Jan Ort? Yeah. She cre- she discovered the Oort cloud. I do actually. I have actually heard. I, I'm, oh, so you I'm, have. So he's assuming. Is it O O R T? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's the Oort yeah, cloud. The Oort cloud. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you what it says about our society, Neil deGrasse Tyson. You obnoxious fuck. <laughs> it says that we're more interested in learning about what makes humans tick and human relationships and the human psyche work than we are about stupid gas clusters <laughs> in the middle of space that have nothing to do with anything. You condescending prick. That's well, what it says that we know more about serial killers because they're interesting and fascinating, and we all want to know where that monster is in all of us. Well, ser- serial killers also can actually kill us, uh, whereas the Oort cloud will not. Uh, and it's not a cloud of gas. It's a cloud of, like, rocky debris that's the edge of our solar system. But Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, actually, I do know uh, who, who he's talking about. So I mean, there's oh, that. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. that's, that's pretty condescending. Sure. Yeah, okay. Um, next one. Yeah. Just, here's Neil deGrasse Tyson. Just an FYI, Thursday the 12th is just as rare as Friday the 13th. That's true. I mean, is this, okay, so Cosmos is about, like, phenomena in the universe? I haven't seen it, but yeah, I've heard yeah, rave yeah, yeah. reviews about it. Yeah, that's what it's about. about. Yeah. Uh, so we may not know where, like, the biggest black hole in the universe is, right. but the biggest buzzkill in the universe is right here. <laughs> Friday the 13th, uh, uh, Friday the 12th is just as rare. 
Like, thanks, Jackass. Mm, it's true. just like a fun thing we kind of have to do to bond <laughs> with each other. You ought to, you robotic prick. <laughs> you know, but he, he's kind of coming down on numerology, I think, with that one is, is what he's saying. He's saying don't put so much he's, faith in numbers. He's showing off. He's okay. just showing off his sm- like his oh. he's that he's above everyone thinking that Friday the 13th is fun and cool. All right. And it uh, is fun and cool. We have a good s- time. Yeah, you know, I was on board with this, but you're kind of selling me on him if he sounds like a big braggadocious <laughs> show off. That sounds like me. <laughs> okay, here's here's one. Here's another one. Yeah. Um if aliens did visit us, I'd be embarrassed to tell them that we still dig fossil fuels from the ground as a source of energy. Ah. Okay, bup, bup, bup. He, sold, he stole that from me, actually. <laughs> not, not quite, but I wrote this article a long time ago saying that if aliens came to visit us, uh-huh. they would probably leave. And it's not just me, actually. I think the Calvin and Hobbes creator said that... Uh, people have been saying it's yeah, forever, man. Yeah, so I'm lots sure. of people have been saying that. And it's not just that fossil... Here's the thing, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, you know, we're doing what we can. Sure, we, yeah. we could probably move off of fossil fuels, fuels quicker, but who knows? Like, we don't have anything anything to compare to. How's that for scientific? We don't have we have one sample of human beings, and mm-hmm. that's us. We yeah. don't have any other sample of human beings to compare us to for a, a gauge of where we should be at. So how do you know we're not already advanced for our age? You know what? If you're so fucking worried about it, why don't you get off the Daily Show <laughs> and your stupid documentaries and go invent it? Space Jesus, show show us the way, Neil deGrasse Tyson, we, so we don't have to dig gas out of the ground. Yeah, well. Invent it. Go and in, go invent it for us, you effing jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what? Because he's a scientist, he can say this. Like that's that's something that a thirteen year old girl would say, yeah. or boy, uh, oh. whoever, whoever. Uh, yeah, whoever. Don't want to be sexist, sure. Um, uh, let's see here. Okay, the more. No, 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 no. This is a better one. In my NCAA, Neil deGrasse Tyson, in my NCAA wrestling days, I dreamt of a hold I called the double title lock inspired by Earth-Moon physics. What? That is an excuse to talk about how you were a wrestler in college. Yeah. That's That's all that is. Shameless. It's shameless. You know what, though? He's probably trying to get that uh, physicist tail right now like he's trying to get a little bit he's trying to get laid here that's what's going on right he's trying to get some of that uh, physicist trail that science trail yeah yeah that's what's going on here uh i got a great one for you yeah um curious that we spend more time congratulating people who have succeeded than encouraging people who have not oh stupid shut up shut up we need to stop encouraging people all right, that's the problem. That's what I was getting at the root cause of uh, of these slackers growing up, and yeah. I embedded in your kids. You stop rewarding people who don't deserve rewards. Stop giving uh, trophies to kids for trying. You don't right? think we should, like Neil deGrasse Tyson thinks, you don't think we should encourage people who haven't tried? Who haven't tried? Yeah. Sure, but if they try and fail, don't give, don't pat them on the back. Say, try again, but don't, you know, I mean, again, but like people who win, they put a lot of effort into it. What's the reward? No shit. Yeah. What's the reward at the end of the tunnel if you win and nobody comes and congratulates you? Why would you even want to win, dickhead? Neil deGrasse Tyson, just an FYI, there are two kinds of people in this world. Those who divide everybody into two kinds of people and those who don't. So you just did it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, is that so, a joke? So condescending. Is he being so condescending? Is he being ironic there? Like, what's he doing? I think I think that he doesn't understand how people like get along. Like I think he has no conception of uh, of of human interactions. Well, to to be fair, he may be lacking in that area because he has focused on science for so much of his life. Yeah. So I, you know, I can't fault him completely on that. There are lots of people like that. Okay, this is. Uh, I think this is the last one I'm going to do. 
one of the biggest problems with the world today is that we have large groups of people who will accept whatever they hear on the grapevine just because it suits their worldview. Um, yeah, well... I mean, this is a scientist. I, I, I agree with that, though. But th- 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 this is what we're looking up to. This is what yeah. this guy... <sighs> he's, using, he's using his science fame as a platform. So he's, he's using it as some, some type of celebrity. So people look up to him and look to him for opinions. And he's using his platform to push other social agendas and that sort of thing. Which are tangentially related to science, but not really. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I've learned next to nothing scientific from Neil deGrasse Tyson, except he did delist Pluto as a planet. He's responsible for doing that when he was— Fuck that. Pluto's a planet. (laughs) We grew up with Pluto. It's been with us for the long haul. It's a planet. Wrong. It's not. It's just—it's more fun to have nine planets. Sure. It's more fun to have 50. (laughs) Think of the the, uh, the hominid—what are the— What's the what's the word for names? <laughs> no, the, you know that what's 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 the word where every letter stands for something? Homonyms? No, no, not. homonym is something. Acronym? That sounds, no, 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 no. It's oh, something yeah, else. I guess it is. But acronyms have to be pronounced as words. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, whatever. Homophone? No. Oh, homophone is something that sounds exactly the same. It sounds the same. Let's forget we ever had we ever said this. Um. So yeah, of course it'd be more fun with fifty planets, but who cares? Like that's not important. It, Pluto isn't a planet, and I'm glad it's gone. Fuck Pluto. Just just an FYI, if scientists invented the legal system, eyewitness testimony would be inadmissible evidence. Okay, he's he's he is definitely showing off there. He's saying some smug. Yeah. It's he's, it's like borderline philosophical. Which, by the way, a lot of scientists disagree with. A lot of scientists dismiss philosophy. They don't think it has a place in science. Which it does. I'm sorry, wait. You say, you're saying a lot of scientists dismiss philosophy? A lot of scientists yeah. Yeah, dismiss do. philosophy because they don't think it has a place in science, which it, to- which it absolutely does. You just start with a philosophy of ethics and then about experimentation with chimeras and things like that. Of course, you, you would have to ask these ethical questions. So they, they're very derisive of philosophy. Yet here... You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson might be in favor of it, though. He's actually said some a couple smart things, just to, just to be devil's advocate what? here. So he, a lot of people assume, he's kind of like this atheist superhero, but a lot of people assume he he champions that their cause as an atheist, but he's not. He's come out openly, like people ask him if he's an atheist. He says he doesn't even understand why that word exists. Why oh, does the word God, atheism exist? There's another exist? smug, condescending comment. <laughs> Go ahead. So, he, so somebody said something about atheism, and he said, you know... Atheism, I don't even know why that word exists. Go right. ahead. What's hold on, the rest hold on, of the hold on. I'll tell you why. I'll yeah, tell you yeah. why, because it actually makes a lot of sense. He says, why do they have to have a word for something, for a group of people who don't do something, mm-hmm. right? There's no there's no word for people who don't play tennis. There's no word for people who don't bowl. There's no word for people who don't own yachts. But there's there's a word for people who don't believe in any god, and it's atheist for some yeah, reason. Yeah, but there's a word for people who don't appreciate art. Philistines. There's a word for people who don't live in luxury. Ascetics. There's that's, a word. Well, that's oh. There's a word for it. That's because, not specific. What do you mean? That's a, not specific. Ascetic is not is not ascetic. Yeah, it's not it's not specific to people who don't live in luxury. It's also people it's who people who who, who, de- who live in denial, denial of pleasures, any kind of pleasures. That yeah. So people who live in denial of God are called atheists. You fucking jackass. Like every <laughs> argument he has for things is so condescending and smug. I can't fucking take it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think he's like the, the Pied Piper to me. Sorry, go ahead. 
Yeah, I think the reason he does that is, or the reason he said that is because by default, when you're born, you you're born not believing something, and then at some yeah, point but, in your life, you choose to. But what if that that's not a scientific thing? Like, what if it's ingrained in like the human evolution? Like, it, love is love is absolutely part of the genetic code. What if believing in some kind of religious like superhero is part of it? Well, uh, this, you're getting really romantic here. No, no, I'm just <laughs> saying, like, it's not it's not scientific to say that. It's not crazy what there's I just no, said. Yeah, well, there's no evidence that people are born believing in some kind of deity. The, they ha- there is be- evidence because all cultures across the globe evolved and grew up creating their own deities that are very similar. There's right. a, that's plenty of evidence to me. Right, but if you have a baby born in a room someplace and you don't expose him or her to any kind of religion, the baby's not going to just- They will make up a religion. Maybe. Maybe not. It okay. may be, you know. Well, but, that's okay, my uh, response. Okay, well, that's, fi- that's a fine response, and you're allowed to be wrong. So- <laughs> What's your problem? My you article, got one more, right? I do, but I just want to say this. On my article a long time ago I wrote about I fucking love science, I actually I actually bitch about Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson too because they worship him like some kind of, I don't know, internet Jesus. Like that's what he's become. Yeah. He's, he's like this this uh, this internet Jesus. And it's it's gotten to the point where uh, you don't he doesn't even have to do or say anything. People just – love love him by default they don't even know what he's done and and for i was talking to someone a while back who said wouldn't you be excited to meet him i have met him it's not a big deal it's not this life-changing thing he's not this what has he discovered what has he done what is this guy like great he's just he's been on tv he's a celebrity scientist like michio kaku and yeah sure he has some interesting papers and he's he's uh you know done some interesting things but he's not on the level of einstein or richard Feynman or any of these great physicists or scientists from the past he makes people feel smart for, by teaching them about fifth grade science. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 the internet Jesus. Jesus had a big resurrection. <laughs> All right, what's your last problem? So my last problem is fries. <laughs> Say that again, please. <laughs> fries. French fries. French fries. French fries. fries. Fried okay. potatoes. All right. All right, can we talk about what a waste French fries? <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about what a waste of time French fries are. Like, do we ever, do you, does anyone ever need to eat another fry ever again? Huh? Aren't you guys sick of fries already? French fries, French fries, French fries. What are you getting? Hamburger and fries. What are you getting? Steak and fries. Steak frites. Same fucking bullshit. French pronunciation. What are you getting? Oh, and then, and then they, they try to, they're cha- delicious. They try to say, no, they're boring. It's oil and potatoes. Oil and potatoes. And they taste great. No, what are you, you're saying the same. You're saying like I'm supposed to understand what you're saying, but a French fry tastes amazing. Like uh, there's every single fry, more or less, tastes the same. It's just salt, oil, and potato. Uh-huh. That's it. Sometimes you can add some crazy Cajun seasoning to it, but other than that, it's the same fucking bullshit all the time. And you know, the average person in America eats around 29 pounds of French fries every year. 29 pounds of that bullshit, and so it's been it's been implicated in. An increase in type 2 diabetes. All these french fries. And you know what the biggest bullshit is about french fries? People who put them on sandwiches. Okay? Also delicious. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. There's a place in- Do you not- Are you saying that french fries are not delicious? Go ahead. No, they're they're a waste of time. I went to Primanti Brothers in uh, Pittsburgh. There's this place called Primanti Brothers. And they're famous- Well, their saying is actually almost famous, which is funny because it's true. Uh, But they're famous for for making sandwiches with french fries. They said, we'll put french fries on just about any sandwich. Cool. First of all, why just about? You can put french fries on any sandwich, period. How about a knuckle sandwich? (laughs) I'll put french fries on it. Yeah, and then you can punch me anywhere but my mouth because I don't want to eat those bullshit 
fries. So the Permanti Brothers puts french fries on their sandwiches. Big fucking deal. I can put french fries on my sandwiches. All right? You don't need to, to save me the you step. You can put everything on a sandwich. What do you mean you can put french fries on a sandwich? Yeah, but if I get a side of fries, I know if I want to, I can take a scoop of them and put them right on my burger. That I don't need some fucking cook to do that. I can do that if I want to. It's like adding ketchup to my sandwich. I can do that. I can do these things. These are condiments. Yeah, but they know what the correct ratio no, is. No, they don't. That's bullshit. There's no correct ratio. It's all made up. Sure, it's a correct ratio. It's like you're, I'm going to end up with a sandwich that you made that's got like a stack of fries that's eight inches high. It's, that's the too many fries. Well, don't be a fucking idiot. You're not going to put an entire potato's worth of french fries on a, on a sandwich. If you don't know to not do that, or maybe you want it that I way. I don't know. Well, you know. You know what? Experiment. Do it once. Go crazy. Do it twice. Okay. Who cares about french fries? They're so boring. Everyone loves french fries. Are you saying, yes or no, french fries are delicious? The, one or two are fine. And after one that, or two fries in a meal? I, I've tasted it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's oil. <laughs> you, know what's a, you know what's a good test are of food? Are you serious? Yeah. You know You'll what's eat a, two, one or two fries? And they're never good the next day. Never. French, cold well, french fries to be. are the saddest thing. I, would, I wouldn't even bring cold french fries. Like I would rather go to a funeral than eat cold, cold french fries. <laughs> Yeah, nobody wants to eat cold French fries. Yeah, I would rather I would rather mourn somebody's somebody's passing than eat cold French fries. It's so sad. It's the saddest food ever. So it's what do sad. you you think they should be warmer longer? I guess. I, would that help? <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't know. They're perfect. They're, they're perfect to me as they are. They're fine. You know, take them or leave them. If someone gave me French fries, I'd eat some. And you know, if it had an interesting sauce to dip it in, that's what tastes good is the sauce. It's not the oil. The oil is bullshit. And they have waffle fries. What do you fries. mean the oil oh. is bullshit? You said that before. What yeah. do you mean the oil is bullshit? Because the oil doesn't add flavor. Oil mutes flavor. If you ever go to a Chinese restaurant, they have that little bottle of chili pepper on the table with oil. It's oil chili. Chili oil. Yeah. Right? The, the oil is there because it helps mute the heat. It mutes flavor. That's right. what oil does. That's what butter does. So I don't want oil, more oil in my food. What are you talking about oil with fries, though? Are you talking about the oil that they use to cook the fries? Yeah. That's bullshit? Yeah. How else are they going to cook them? Well, I don't know. Figure it out. Maybe They're they called should... fries. You fry them in oil. What do, you want, what do you want them to fry them in? I guess I don't want them. I... Otherwise, they're, there's grilled potato shards. Exactly. And it's the, <laughs> same, it's the same thing. It's all bullshit, man. It's like, okay. You know what? Maybe I just don't like potatoes that much. I, yeah, I think you're getting, you're getting very amped up. And I'm trying to understand <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about with French fries being a fr- French fries are delicious. Everyone knows that French fries are delicious. And Fine. For a couple. After that, you get it. You've tasted every fry. No. People can eat French fries by the wheelbarrow. Oh, I know. I've seen them. They look like wheelbarrows. How can you not? Like, what are you, what's, what's going on in your mouth and in your mind that lets you eat one or two French fries? Okay, listen to this. Because it's boring. I've tasted it. It's like eating plain Lay's chips. They're boring. It's just salt and oil. Salt and oil is not that interesting. It's not an interesting flavor. It's just not. It's salt. It's just, it's so good. Boring. So you have this problem with potato chips, too. You know, I had, yeah. I used to eat them more when I was a fatty, and then I kind of stopped because I stopped eating that kind of food, and I lost oh, the taste for it. No, but it this, doesn't. Is that what it's about? No, but I've, t- I've tried all the types. You know, I've tried baked potatoes, and I've tried baked potato chips, and I've tried baked fries, and they're all the same. You don't like baked potatoes either? No, baked potatoes are not food. I will not eat. I mean, they when are. I was, they definitely no, are. Absolutely food. not. Absolutely yeah. not. I mean, in elementary school, well, in junior high, and high school, anytime I went to school and for lunch they had a baked potato bar, I said, "Fuck that! I'm gonna starve today." I'm throwing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't eat on those this days. This is the goofiest shit I have ever heard. You you don't think that baked potatoes are delicious? No, baked potatoes are bullshit for bullshit people. 
Okay, what were you going to read? So I have some stats for you. I got a stats for you. Since 1970, use of processed potatoes has surpassed fresh use in the United States. This is from the USDA.gov website. So spurred by the innovation of frozen French fry processing techniques in the 1950s, the increasing popularity of fast food chains, processed potatoes composed 64% of total U.S. potatoes during the 2000s, compared to 35% in 1960. So here's something that's kind of interesting. In 1960, the obesity rate increased from 10% in 1960 Mm -hmm. to 35% today. Okay. So it's almost I mean, it's almost sense. directly correlated to the increase of, of French fries that we eat. Yeah, but you know what? You know, this is one of those rare instances where I actually know a stat, uh, like <laughs> okay. a real deal stat. So, because um, I used to think that too, that it was like the abundance of really fatty foods and calories that was making people fat. Yeah. But this dude who was like uh, some kind of trainer, he, was, he seemed like he knew what he was talking about. He said that back in the day, people had to walk around so much that like the like and do stuff physically, do stuff like even to get up and change the channel on the television. Right. That the average woman would eat thirty five hundred calories a day and be at a normal weight. That's cool. But but that's that's what is that? What do they say women should eat? Two thousand, like fifteen hundred to two thousand. That's so many more calories than we eat today. That it's got nothing to do with the food or fries. It's just all about how people can sit there and click and punch remotes and everything. Well, I never thought I'd say this, Dick, but you actually make a good point. Yeah, no, I hate doing it, but I, I just happened to know that stat. This you, guy said it, and I don't know why I remembered it. I think because it had sense. to do with fat chicks. Yeah. That's why I remembered it. And, you know, I'm, I know I'm going to go down on flames and all this problem because you dickheads love your french fries and your dogs, you fucking idiots. But I don't care. French fries are boring food, and if you love them, you're an idiot, and you like bland food. They're not bland. They're great. They're bland. You can dip you're them not in fat. delicious sauces. You know, you know what, Dick? I believe in fat people, and fat people know good food. Not obese, but like fat people. You know, I used to be a fat guy, and yeah. I have a friend who's a fat guy, and he knows his food, and he doesn't like French fries or coleslaw. Coleslaw is also a bullshit food. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta text a fat guy right after the show to see if he hates fat guys too. You know what I'm talking about? Because he he eats weird. I do notice that he eats weird stuff yeah. that he doesn't like. Some like he won't eat chips yeah. if, because it's like if, he's like it says it fills him up. Yeah, it's boring. What are you eating chips for? And so, so, so here's the thing. I'll eat fries. Don't get me wrong. If somebody gives me fries, I'm going to eat them. Yeah. They're, on the, they're on my plate because I'm not a little bitch. But I never crave them. I'm just so tired of fries. Every day for lunch in high school, I had fries. Fries and a burger. Fries and a burger. It's the only fucking side. Why don't you deep fry something else for a change? Like Japanese get, have it right. At least they're putting tempura on shit. If you like fatty fried food, tempura that shit. Tempura is great. Yeah, but they're not as fun to eat as French fries. What are you kidding me? You get peas and cauliflower and potatoes. No, it's too confusing. And- French fries, you can make like fangs out of them, and you can take little bites and fuck with them. You said two things, and fuck with them is too ambiguous. <laughs> I don't know. This is like they're fun to fiddle with. Like they're they're satisfying to eat. So are fried carrots. Have you ever fri- had a fried carrot? Nah, so they're too chewy. A French fry just goes right down, man. It feels great. Oh, barf. And it gets all mealy in your mouth, like you've got ma- mash in your mouth? No, it gets delicious in your mouth like a potato. <laughs> no. Like a delicious fried potato. Potatoes are boring. Oil is boring. Salt is boring. These are all boring foods for boring people. Well... Uh, you stumped me. <laughs> All right. Well, are we, uh, we're wrapping this up. Yeah. So, uh, again, what's your, what's your two problems? My two problems, uh, the biggest problem in the universe are know-it-all masseuses. Uh-huh. Do you think, is masseuses too fancy? Should I say know-it-all massagers? 
I don't think massagers is the right word. I don't I think, think that's masseuses. the plural. Masseuses okay. is fine. I don't want to come off like sounding like a fancy pants. You, you don't know? want to sound like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Those are my problems. And my problems are slacktivists and fries. And don't forget to vote on the biggest problem in the universe.com. And uh, we'll look at your problems next week as well. And check it out on iTunes. Go, go, uh, go give us five stars. Yeah, download, subscribe, everything. Thanks, guys. See ya.